Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode. We're doing a little his and her update, raw conversation I have on my fiance, Sina. What's up, babe? Hey, yo. I, I mean, the girls love when you're on the show because oh, we're really, back. well, we're very different personality wise. We handle we things yeah. uh, very differently. Yeah. And I think it's so good yeah. because it's like, if me and you had a baby personality or well, eventually soon. <laughs> So. Oh my God. <laughs> Curveball. That's not what this episode is about. This okay. is not announcing that we have a baby. <laughs> we are not. We're, we're getting married in three months. Yeah. Um, kind of wanted to do that first and whatever. So, okay. Now I just got really, now I'm staring at you and I'm getting oh. awkward. Okay. She's getting so, so awkward. What so. we're, we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about unexpected curveballs and none of that has to do with pregnancy it has to do with this season of life that we're in this is not leading it's not leading to a pregnancy announcement but um, it's not we're gonna just have a real raw honest conversation about yeah. when things don't go according to plan and how much it sucks sometimes yeah. and how you have to navigate it because we have been in like a very weird season and this podcast, as you know, if you listened to it before, it's a very come with me, let's figure this out together, not a look at me, I've got this all figured out type of podcast. And I want to be inspiring and motivating and bring on really cool guests and have awesome tactical things for you to take away. But I also want to be like, yo, I don't know what I'm doing sometimes. <laughs> you deal with the same stuff. too. Yeah. And like, I just want to loop them in on what's going on with us and just take them along for the ride. So this yeah. episode is literally pull back the curtain. Here's what's really going on. We're going to talk about life, relationships, everything. We're just going to dive into it and we don't really know the direction that it's going to take, but buckle up because it's going to be good. I feel like it's going to be good. It's definitely not a pregnancy now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll just... Spoiler alert. It's not leading to that. <laughs> people are going to like tag us on Instagram. Yeah. Like, ba- don't send me a baby gif yeah. on Instagram. And like everyone, then my dad calls me. <laughs> yeah. Tom, Sorry. no, this is not. not yeah, dad, happen. if you're listening in, <laughs> this is not, this is weird. Okay. 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 Back story. Back on track. Back on track. So we... Quick, just context. We came up to Washington State. We're from the greater Seattle area. Both Cena and I are. We met here 14 years ago. We've been dating for 13. And um, we wanted to come up here for the holidays. Both of our families live up here still. We spend Christmas up here with our wedding coming up in April. We wanted to get to do some wedding planning and um, get just get to hang out with a lot of people that we yeah. love up here. But also, we really had some plans and why we chose to drove up or drive up from Austin, Texas, where we live and bring our dog Lizzie was because we wanted to get some stuff done on your dad's house. So give me context to that. We were kind of looking at our schedule for the next few months. You know, we're getting married. And for those of you that don't know, uh, my father passed away six months ago and he has a house up here in Seattle and we haven't really gotten to do a lot of work on it. So I was like, Keish, you know, we have some time in January. What if we just drive up? We can see our friends, we can get to see our family, and then we can also, I can go up and work on the house, get some of the stuff in order for that. You know, in our head, we're like, oh, it's a great plan. Yeah. Like, you're launching everything with She Goes, you're going to have a lot of time to work on that up here. I can go work on the house. 
you know, because I don't see us having being able to spend an extended amount of time up here with all the stuff going on in the next few months. Yeah. So that was our plan in our head. You yeah. Know, we're going to drive up. We're going to stay up here three weeks, maybe four weeks, and we'll get stuff with the house done. You'll get the Shigo's company launched for all 2022. Get to kiss some babies. Kiss some babies. And see some friends, see some family. Um, and then yeah. we'll just get back in the car and drive back and everything yeah, will go just great. Just like that. Everything's going to go smooth and... Um, so it didn't really go according to plan. So we did get to kiss babies and see family and see friends and do all of that stuff. But there was a big snowstorm that came in to Washington, um, way worse on the east eastern part of the state. But where we are, um, they get snow over Christmas. Like yeah. that's not abnormal, but not a foot of snow yeah. where it, you're like and it snowed in. linger usually for like two weeks. Yeah. It was a lingering snow, which means we also had to winterize Cena's dad's house. Yeah. Um, which I thought would be like Chip and Joanna Gaines, like really fun and easy. Well, you show up with like a tool belt and a hammer <laughs> on it. Like, what are you going to hammer? <laughs> And he, like, wanted to buy a Carhartt hat and then a <laughs> This is actually so true. But um, we did, we do also have a tractor now, which is just its whole own story in itself. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we were, like, planning on getting the house ready and doing all of that stuff. But as with getting into anything brand new, um, you start to learn what you don't know. And then when you realize how much you don't know, it can yeah. feel very overwhelming, right? That is a great way to put it. Yeah. We're like, you're just like, I, I, there's so much I, we don't know about home ownership. And we're very interested in real estate and things like that. But there's there's a lot. Like, I mean, there's a, a it's completely over our head, basically. Yeah, pretty much. When, <laughs> when you open up the can of worms and then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and like you said, as soon as you see the can, you're like, oh, wow, that's a lot. And then yeah. you're overwhelmed and yeah. you don't know where to start. Exactly. So I think there was like a combination of that. And then meanwhile, while the snowstorm's happening and we're not able to get some of the stuff down in the house and we're realizing how much we don't know. And it's a little it's a little overwhelming, um, especially because we don't live up here. So that's happening. Meanwhile, if you if you don't know the backstory with Shigo's company, um, the last couple of months prior to the new year, I really slowed things down to focus and figure out what is it that I actually want the company to be about? And what are the silos that I want the company to have? Because there's a lot of things that I can do, um, but I'm also a huge proponent that just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it if it doesn't feel aligned for you. And I really wanted to pause for a second, slow down and say like, what is actually what I want to spend my time and energy and efforts to do in the company? And I realized it was mainly three things. I want to help female podcasters get started or grow their podcasts. I want to do live events coming soon. Just buckle up. We got some news coming about that. Um, and then also, um, I really wanted to help women feel fulfilled in pursuit of building a side business, in particular, women that are just getting started in business that want to fit their, their life first. Like they want to put their life first and put their business into it. So came up with this whole concept of side biz school. We figured out all of the parameters of it. And I decided I would open up registration on this live free webinar. Maybe you were on it. There was like 600 people that were on it live. A bunch of people registered and got sent the recording, all of that, um, which I was super excited about. Well, of course, if you are a business owner or, you know, obviously even just working at a corporation, anyone can really understand that if you're going to launch something, you want to make sure that the technical side of things <laughs> work. 
Yeah. So um, we were very prepared with the content and everything was like ready to rock. One thing that we ran into sort of like a little expectation letdown is we hired someone that didn't have the same timeline as us, I guess yeah. is the best way to put it. Yeah. Right. It was unexpected. Unexpected of the timeline of which we got transferred over some of the things that we thought were coming much earlier is the best way to put it in a, in a nice PC kind of way. Right. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, and you had your part done like way early. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was so good. It was ready to go and Mm -hmm. valuable and you took time. Like you really poured into that. And we were building out a brand new portal for this founding member launch, which is something that we've never done before. Um, and I think it was a really good learning experience when um, when you're a business owner, you have to take radical responsibility for every single hire that you make. Everything that you do, it's on you. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure that this was done really well. And I wanted to make sure that it was the best valuable product. But while we're navigating being up in Washington, out of our environment, some of the stuff going on with your with your dad's house and all of the logistics and then kind of not having this tech aspect come through what happened was on new year's eve uh what was it like 5 p.m or something something we ended up getting something that we had anticipated getting two weeks prior uh delivered to us and being a business owner it's your job right it's your job to show up and figure it out so steve and i worked for i like i don't even know we literally just like worked and ate and did our 75 hard workouts and then like went to bed for several days in a row. We canceled yeah. all of our plans. We had to just get in the zone and like handle this stuff. And it was really freaking stressful. Yeah. Like, and uh, doing 75 hard, we have to go outside for a workout and it was snowing. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. We're, we're from Texas. <laughs> we're not used to this. Um. So yeah, it was a lot. And like yeah. the reason why I share that is not to be like, meh, 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 meh. like it was amazing. We had an amazing launch. Yeah. We, we learned so much. It's, incredible. I'm so excited for all of the women that have joined and it's going to be life-changing for them. Like it's not even, it's not a problem, but I do think it's important to recognize like sometimes things don't go according to plan. And sometimes when you're in it, it sucks. Like I I, I don't want to skip over that and be this, like it's always rainbows, butterflies and happy little unicorns. Cause that's not reality. It was so freaking frustrating and it was so hard. And I was so irritated, right? I mean, so this is a good topic though. Like uh, between us, like I'm typically more of like the, not pessimistic, but I I accept the realities of like the, you're more of a realist. Yeah. I call it that. And and you're more of an optimist, but in the time like this, if someone that's listening is an optimist like you, like, what does it feel like? And what, what do you feel like? You're just saying like, you're admitting it sucked. And usually that's not your, yeah, that's so true. So So basically I am wired. And since I was young, I've been very wired towards optimism. Like I am a very happy go lucky silver lining type of person, like innately. I think that's just characteristically like who I actually am. And then I really prime my brain and I focus like whatever you look for, you're going to find. And I'm constantly looking for the good so much. So, I mean, you know me better than anyone. Like, it's just like, that's who I, that's just who I am. Yeah. Um, but one thing that has been actually really helpful for me is to recognize that like, it's a, you can be a positive, optimistic person, uh, and things can still go wrong and you can still be upset about it. 
yeah. you can still have a negative emotion and you can still process that. And that's okay. There, You don't have to silver lining everything. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't have to always twist things in a way that it has to be good. I think there's a lot that you can learn from a season that's not as good or just a, a crappy moment. Like I'm an advocate of not having a whole crappy day because we don't know how many days we have here yeah. and I don't want to have crappy days, but I do think it's like, sometimes it can just suck, but it's not always going to feel that way. Yeah. You don't have to, you can spiral down for a second, but just don't unpack and stay there. Yeah. Um, and I think that's been really helpful for me versus I think something that you've learned is how to actually navigate your not wired and primed to be as optimistic by yeah. nature. And I think a lot more people could probably connect with you than actually me. We're like, I'm, I mean, you know how I am first thing in the morning. I'm like, today's going to be great. Yeah. Let's go. Like, I'm like that 99% of the time. Yeah, right. I mean, sure. what'd you say? Yeah, absolutely. Versus I think a lot more people can connect with kind of how, how you are about this and how you process this. I hope you're loving this conversation with Sina. I love doing these his and her little update pep talks, but I wanted to quickly just pop in and thank our sponsor of today's episode, which is Organifi. If you're not familiar with Organifi, they're a company that we have been using their products for years, multiple of their products every single day for years, which is why I wanted to bring them on as a sponsor of the show and get you a sweet discount if you want to check them out. So if you're not familiar, they've got a completely organic line, hence the name, of plant-based nutrition, supplements, and amazing teas. And what's so cool about Organifi is everything is super clean and it actually tastes good and it's at a great price, which is so important to have that like total trifecta. The three products that are my absolute favorites are their protein. They've got both chocolate and vanilla. It has less than three grams of sugar per serving, which flip over your proteins and check out the sugar. It's like so sneaky. Sugar is everywhere. And I love that it's such a clean protein that also tastes really good. Second one is their green juice. This is the green juice that changed the game for me. And so many of you that have actually tried it, you're like, all right, Cage, fine. I will try this green juice. And you tell me that you think it tastes good too. It's the only green juice I've ever had that you can shake it up with water and it doesn't taste like you're licking grass. It actually tastes really good and it gives you so much energy. And what's so cool is it's a combination of Moringa, Chlorella, Spirulina, Ashwagandha, which is known to help balance out cortisol as in like your stress hormones, right? Which is so important, especially if you're traveling or you're just trying to stay on track with like eating well. Um, the green juice is fire. And then finally, because sleep is so freaking important, and I know maybe you like chocolate as much as I do, Organifi's Chocolate Gold. It has herbs and medicinal mushrooms, but don't worry, it doesn't taste like mushrooms because I don't really like the taste of mushrooms. Um, and it's a hot chocolate formula. So it helps balance out your nervous system and it helps promote deeper sleep. So I like to take a scoop of chocolate gold, put it in just with hot water, stir it up, and then drink it as like a hot chocolate before bed. So again, there's lots of different products that you can go check out. If you head to Organifi.com slash Keisha, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash K-A-C-I-A. If you use code Keisha, you get 20% off any items in their store. But if I could direct you anyway, I would say the three items to check out, protein, if you need a new protein, theirs is fire. Green juice, so freaking good. And then chocolate gold for at night. So check it out. If you ever have any questions, slide into my DMs on Instagram, shoot me a text, whatever. I got your back, girl. Now, without further ado, let's dive back into the show. Well, yeah, and I'm learning in real time that we had this conversation the other day on how to, like, is it like to, I like to protect the downside. Yeah. I, like to, I like to know what can go wrong. 
but it's almost blended into like assuming it will go wrong. Whereas mm. you can just assume it's going to go right because in all reality, two times out of a hundred, it's going to go wrong. So why not just assume it's going to go right most of the time? Because at the end of the day, if it goes wrong, you're going to be just as upset as if you anticipated it going wrong or if you anticipated it going right. But you missed the joy. You missed the the fulfilling part of just assuming it's going to go right. And that's not like, and that's with boundaries, right? There's a given no. I mean, you're not going to walk into like oncoming traffic and think it's going to go right. But like, you have to like be realist about it. But in general, having a, it's going to, it's going to turn out all right Mm -hmm. kind of mentality. Um, And then handling the negatives if it happens. Yeah. And and figuring out then. It's something that. Is been it's been so interesting for us, like just being really honest with people listening into this is we are wired very differently in that. And I do think there's advantages to both in different ways where like if you can assume something, why not just assume that it's going to be okay? Why not just assume that people are doing the best that they can? Why not just assume in your ability to figure that out? Like, it doesn't matter what the problem is. But what I've learned is I've been like that innately for a very long time where I just literally do assume like someone, even if someone like flips me off in traffic, I'm like, ooh, they're probably struggling. Like my brain literally, I mean, you've been in the car with me when I say that. I'm like, ooh, they must be having a tough day. I don't take it personally, which. What good would it do? But it doesn't, it doesn't do any good. I don't get provoked by stuff like that. Right. Or if someone like leaves me a negative review or like, you know, whatever. I'm just like, Ooh, that person, like that sucks to be them because they like are going through life, just like looking for bad and people like that's, that's tough for them. Like that sucks. I really am like that. But the, the catch to it is kind of finding like a happy medium of like assuming the best, but then also not beating yourself up if you have an off moment or if you're frustrated or if a bad emotion comes through or if like you just want to be negative for a second like you can do that it's just not letting yourself unpack there and asking what's your default i'm always 100 of the time gonna default to i believe in my ability to figure it out i believe in especially us together like i believe in our ability to figure it out i believe that it's gonna work out and that one day we're gonna look back and we're gonna say that season helped make us better. I just truly go through life that way. Right. And like, that's a conversation that you and I have had is like, you know, it, like when people have thought of me as like being a little bit too optimistic or like, I don't know, people have called me toxically positive. Like what the hell is that? Um, Oh my God. I can't even stand that term, but like people have said that and it's like, Oh, that I'm too positive. It's like, no, no, no. I'm positive. By default, I assume that things are going to work out, but I'm also aware that sometimes they don't and that's okay. Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, we wanted to do this podcast yeah. too, is because I think it's easy for people to look at you and be like, oh, she's just positive all the time. She must think nothing bad ever happens. And right. And totally opposite. I mean, we, I mean, in our relationship, our contrast too, is like, you know, yeah. we do, we have different views on things when mm-hmm. it comes to that. And right now we're making a lot of de- decisions that we have to make and, we just look at things differently and you're very well aware of, of bad things that can happen. You just don't choose to move forward with those thoughts. Initially, you yeah. address them if they come up like they did, you know, yeah. throughout this time Yeah, and you handle them and you sit, so you sit in them, you don't brush them off. Yeah. Um, so I think it's easy for people to assume that you don't think that there's bad things, but you're very much aware. You just choose to move forward yep. and, and with it's going to work out. And I think it's important for, for, people listening in to recognize like their strengths in every person, right? Like I 
I like to be optimistic. And the weakness of that is like, I used to like reframe even the negative things. So I didn't get to learn from the negative. Right. But I've learned that's not helpful or conducive to my growth. So I need to learn from the negatives for you. Like, what would you say that you're learning right now? You know, if you're listening and you're kind of a little more like me, realist, we'll call it. um, And you're going to make a decision on something, literally just play it out. Like I just play it to the worst case scenario. It sounds so simple or trivial, but honestly, once you're like, Oh, well, that's not so bad. Yeah. Um, and I have to actively think about this. I think you might naturally do this in your head that mm-hmm. you don't realize. Yeah. But for me, I'm a little more analytical. Um, mm-hmm. And I need to actually sit there and think about it. Yeah. Play it out and then move on. And I forget to do that sometimes. I just focus on on it's going to be bad. But what is bad? Like, yeah. OK, if it goes wrong, am I going to die? Am I going to like, like what's the worst thing that can happen? And then my brain instantly goes to. If the worst thing happens, what can I learn from that that I couldn't have learned if it had gone right? So, gosh, it still works. That's level two. (laughs) I'm starting on level one. If you're with me, you know, let me know. But uh, I'm going to graduate to level two. I just need some time. So, you know, start where you're at. Yeah. it, it, It sounds so simple, but honestly, it helps a lot because we think that things are going to be so bad in the end. And yes, there's a lot of bad in the world. There's a lot yeah. of things going on. We know that. But most of your daily decisions, like you're, it's not life or death. Yeah. You know, it's um, tiny little habits that you can get better at and yeah. change your life. But what's interesting is if you don't think about how you think, you're yeah. going through your life. What is it like 40 to 45% of your day is on autopilot oh, yeah. or maybe even higher. It's Charles higher. Duhigg. I think he wrote the power of habit is mm-hmm. it just came to my mind. Um, but it's a high percentage of the amount of your day that you're literally routinely just going through the motions. You're not even thinking consciously about the thoughts that you're thinking. So when curveballs do come up, which they are going to happen and it doesn't, it, it could be something bigger than a snowstorm. Like when your dad actually did pass, that was yeah. a massive curveball. Yeah. It could be bigger than a tech thing going wrong during a brand new launch of your company. It could just be like, I don't know, you spill on your white shirt when you're like running out the door and you get into a fight with your significant other and all of a sudden it spirals into something bigger. Like it's like you don't realize those tiny little things that stem from how you actually think that if right now, if things are going pretty well for you, there is a curveball that will come. And I'm not saying that because like, I'm, I'm not the pessimist here. I'm not saying the curveball is going to come. Leave that to me. (laughs) But I'm going to say, you know, if, if you right now consciously make the effort to say, what if, I'm going to, if I'm going to assume anything, what if I just assume that it, it might work out? What if yeah. I assume that I might actually be able to handle this? What if I assume that, you know what, even if this doesn't go according to plan, I'm going to learn something that's going to make me better. Like yeah. why not just assume the good? If you're going to create a reality, like in your head, why rob yourself of joy by just assuming that the other shoe's going to drop or assuming that it's not going to go according to plan, thinking that by proactively thinking it's not going to work out, that somehow you're preparing yourself for a negative outcome. It's going to be shitty if it doesn't go the way that you wanted it to. It's going to be hard to navigate a curveball no matter what. And it's going to happen. But wasting your precious life, just wishing that you could you'll be able to handle it instead of assuming that you can seems like a waste of your precious energy. Yeah. I mean, well said. And, and it takes practice. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's I think most people have to to really work on that. And that's normal. Yeah. 
and asking yourself like vibrationally, like, how do I want to feel? What do I need around me to increase my own vibration? Like whose content do I need to tap into? Who do I need to spend time with? Who do I not need to spend time with? Right? Like, what do I need to just proactively get myself to a place where I just believe at my core that I can figure things out. I believe that I'm capable. And when life throws a curveball, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep swinging. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's life's going to throw curveballs, fastballs. You got to be ready. Yeah. So cheers to that. Basically, we just wanted to keep you guys in the loop of kind of what's going on. We are at the time this episode is released. Come check us out on Instagram. We're probably doing something weird in the car. We'll be in the car. So shoot us a yes. Tag us if this was helpful for you. We got a long ride back. We got a a long ride back. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird because it always is. It's gonna be fun. Hope that was helpful. Yeah. Hope that was helpful, and that you have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. See ya. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.